we raised 225k. So for for <clears throat> all intents and purposes, yes, we're, we're bootstrapped, and I've got all of that all of that money and more in the bank. We've got about 350k in cash, so we've been uh, really cash efficient as a business, thankfully. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster, minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Will Cordes. He has over a decade of experience helping SaaS and software businesses solve their strategic financial challenges. During that time frame, he's led, operated, advised, or invested in over 100 SaaS and software companies. In March 2019, he founded KPI Sense to reinvent the concept of outsourced CFO and FP&A work for SaaS and software companies. Will, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, let's do it. So that was a mouthful. I mean, are you a fractional CFO, basically? Uh, kind of, it's, it's kind of an evolution, right? So, uh, I started doing this work back in 2015 and it's, it's funny if you search SAS outsource CFO or SAS financial model, my, my name or my old website, it typically is on the first page of Google. And, and, and not to say that I'm the best or I know the most, it's more, uh, just that there wasn't a lot of specialized services and for SAS companies, uh, with deferred revenue, with the different metrics, uh, and with a lot of kind of the unique, uh, financial statement and, and kind of other kind of data challenges that, that are posed, um, it was a good opportunity. So started KPI Sense uh, about 18 months ago to really help companies and blend automation and, and kind of product-related focus with expertise in the space. So, so just to be clear, you launched in 2019, not 2017? Correct. Okay. Yep, launched in 2019. Yep. So we've been in business for about 18 months. Um, got a team of 13 now, and uh, we work with close to 50 companies. So you know, That's really 50, cu- 50 customers? Correct. That's yep. great. And, and almost all of those are, are SaaS businesses anywhere from uh, 500K of ARR up to 50 million of ARR. What do they pay you per month for your services on average? Yeah, so average ACV, uh, it's about 30K annually. Um, you know, price point on, on average is about 2,500 a month. Yep. And uh, again, we have we have great, great net retention. People stick around. What's great and net retention for you? Yeah. Hundred percent plus, yeah. uh, right on, on average. I mean, again, we don't have a ton of data. We've only been in business for a year and a half, so you know, knock on wood. Uh, well, hopefully that uh, that sticks around there. But yeah, I mean, I think for us, the reason being, uh, the traditional outsourced finance space is broken. Uh, you're you're talking about consultants who are old school. A lot of them with mixed, uh, you know, financial experience within SaaS, and there's perverse incentives. There's no benefit for them to go and build automation and structure that's work they're taking off their plate in future periods. 
Uh, so our model is more long-term focused. We do minimum six to 12 month deals and we try to work at a much more reasonable price point. An average outsource CFO or consultant will charge five to 15 K a month for this type of work. We're half the cost. And even if you go and hire a full-time CFO or VP of finance, we scale with your business. So we, that's happened in five of our engagements. We've stayed on every time because we become more of a fractional FP&A financial analysis resource. And we're a third or a fourth of the cost of a full-time finance head to bring in to, to support your business on the finance. Is there behalf. software behind this or is it consulting? Yes, it's a great question. So it started off as, as more consulting, more of a managed service, you know, retainer format. We started building our platform back in April. Uh, and now we've got an engineering team of four uh, and are actually in kind of a fundraising process ourselves, uh, kind of reviewing term sheets. And, and are you bootstrapped today? Uh, we, we raised 225K. So for, for all intents and purposes, yes, we're, we're bootstrapped. And I've got all of that all of that money and more in the bank. We've got about 350K in cash. So we've been uh, really cash efficient as a business, thankfully. How much are you hoping to raise right now? Probably a million, a million and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of the target. Again, we're, we're still, we've been going through this a while, right? And you probably know this uh, better than most people. I think coming in as a service business, business and transitioning to SaaS, it's a challenging story for kind of investors to, to grasp, especially pure play SaaS investors. So, but we're using all the data that we've gathered to, to really as a proof of concept to say people are willing to pay this much per month. They're looking for kind of that consistent financial support and not just somebody to whip them up a model that they can shoot off to an investor to raise some capital. They want that consistent, trusted resource with a little bit of that tech-enabled automation to drive further efficiency. So with the platform, we're really looking to kind of enable and, and bring together the finance stack for a typical SaaS company. So transactional data, financial statement data, and ops data, bring it into one universe and cleanse it, and then build interesting use cases on top of that. So whether they're analytics, measuring your metrics or dashboard, looking at sales efficiency, helping raise venture debt, for example. Those are all use cases that we can help automate and streamline moving forward, and we're already starting to do that today. What valuation are you targeting on the $1.5 million you're raising? Uh, we're flexible, right? I, I think uh, I'm, I'm not looking to, to box myself in there necessarily, but, uh, you know, again, you know, we're, we're seeing stuff in the mid to high, you know, single-digit millions. You know, we did talk to some growth equity parties, uh, you know, for something a little bit higher than that, but... Um, a lot of capital to, to potentially raise and, um, you know, a little bit more control than I think I'm willing to go at this point. So still in flux, but I'm a little less focused on dilution and more focused on finding the right partner and, and making sure that we're, we're well situated to kind of drive things forward from here. 50 customers, $30,000 AC on average. So, I mean, so you guys have gone from nothing to a $1.5 million run rate in the past 18 months. Yeah. So, so some of those are professional services hourly customers. We're a little bit below that. Uh, we're more in kind of the 1.2 range. Okay. Uh, but yeah, not too far off. Okay. So got it. The, about, about, you know, closer to, to 40 customers there on the recurring side. Uh, and then again, five to, you know, five to 10 and some change on more hourly professional services clients that we're working with. But our view is with the managed services, the, the 40, that we're going to be able to get them into pure SaaS in the next six to 12 months or very close to it. Yep. Uh, how is this different from SaaS Optics? Or uh, I mean, there's dozens of these sorts of firms out there. Yeah, it's a really good question. Um, SaaS Optics is 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 a great business. Um, I know those guys well, and honestly, they were inspiration for this business model. Dave Ryan, uh, one of the co-founders of SaaS Optics, who I have a ton of respect for, called him one day walking back um, back from from the office in my full time gig back I think three years ago at this point. Um, and said, hey, what about a point of service offering for SaaS Optics for us to come and work with your customers, use SaaS Optics data, and provide more of an analytics as a service to your customers? 
you know, I think SaaS Office is a great platform, amazing revenue recognition and good kind of reporting fundamentals. But there's an element of that that's last mile where they, they, they you need an, a finance expert or a KPI metrics guru to go and extract value out of the data that they have. Uh, love the idea. We talked further with the team. I think they decided at the time it wasn't incremental enough for them to really pursue aggressively. And I was just idea stage at that point on a napkin. Um, but it kind of got my head churning and kind of led to the, the foundation of the business. But we're not a RevRec tool. We're not a pure reporting tool. I would think about us as a, an, an amoeba. We're, we're taking, you know, SaaS Optics is going to help you with RevRec and subscription revenue data, where you're still going to have this delineation with your QuickBooks instance, your financial statement data, and then all of your analytics data. We're bringing all of that together to help you be kind of a source of truth for historical financial information and forward-looking predictive information. So getting your financial model, your scenario analysis, preparing for example, for 2021 planning and budgeting and really nailing down your metrics and understanding that, but you don't have to be the guru. We'll, we'll be that expertise for you and give you the, the materials and the feedback and kind of the, the decision-making uh, criteria that are gonna help you execute and be a better business at the end of the day. I mean, do they probably hate that you're launching this and have grown so fast so quickly? Like, why didn't they just hire you and have no, you lead a team? Yeah, no, well, that's a good question. Uh, you know, honestly, I, I think, uh, you know, I talked to, to Dave about that a little bit. I think I think there was definitely interest of, you know, potentially working together. Um, but I wanted to kind of go out and do my own thing. I don't think it's really competitive, though, to what they're doing. It's much more of a services layer. I mean, think about early early days of like Salesforce, right? Uh, they they created this robust services market on their platform, whether through applications, through professional services, from implementation, from architecture. It's the same concept with the subscription economy. There's a way to take that financial and operational data and build really interesting use cases that are monetizable, um, that drive value to customers. But it all is reliant on good financial data. And you know this with FounderPath, right? Getting good data from, from companies can be really challenging. There's all sorts of different shapes and sizes. So for us, we're able to unlock additional value from these different kind of tenants and, and kind of stool, stool posts. But really, SaaS Optics and these other sort of subscription management providers like a ChargeWee or someone else, they're not really monetizing this type of work. They don't have a, a robust set of CFO services or other things because that's not really what their focus is. That's not their target market. Maybe down the road, that's something they expand into. But for us, we see ourselves as being complementary, and we ultimately see ourselves unlocking additional value within these types of platforms. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, how much capital have you helped your founders raise? Uh, so our materials, um, since including my consulting days, we, we've helped founders raise over 300 million uh, of institutional investment capital. Uh, and that doesn't even include the, the private equity backed, control backed businesses we work with. But our financial models, dashboards, like we consider it kind of a strategic finance package has been used anywhere from seed rounds up to series D to raise capital. So We've got a really robust network of, of growth equity, uh, venture capital, and private equity firms that we've worked with in, in some capacity over the years uh, that, that have really helped shape and craft and mold what people are looking for. But really, it's kind of that mix of good data quality uh, with kind of efficient reporting. Uh, you know, We assume that every investor has got a five-minute attention span, right? So our goal is to get them the salient data points in an efficient way and do that in a way that's going to make their lives easier and help kind of open our clients up to you know, getting their materials looked at and, and trusted versus just assuming up into the right with, with no real data to back it up. That makes a lot of sense. We hope the raise goes well. On those notes, Will, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite business book. Favorite business book. Uh, uh, shoe dog. Shoe dog. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? 
Yeah. Uh, a CEO that I'm following or studying, I think, um, you know, obviously Elon Musk is a, is an easy one visionary. I, I don't think I have as much, uh, visionary juice in my bones, but, uh, I, hopefully it's someday I can, I can unlock some of that. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building KPI sense besides your own favorite online tool for building the KPIs? business, building the business. Oh, building the business. Um, in terms of like foundational, I mean, again, we love, we love QuickBooks. I, I think it's, it's highly understated. I think it's super critical. People that don't have good bookkeeping fundamentals, um, it makes it really challenging for us to do our work. So I'll, I'll go with a cop-out answer there. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Say it again. How many hours of sleep do you get each night? Oh, uh, I'd say about six to seven. I've got a nine month old. So it's shockingly good for, for, for that situation. And what's your situation? Married, single, and do you have just one kid or more? Uh, married with one kid. So yeah, I'm a, I'm a new father, uh, entrepreneur. I'm, I'm rolling all the dice and it's COVID. So I love interesting it. Times. You're doing it on. How old are you? I am 33. 33. So, yeah. Last question. Started what's the journey in two what, years ago. What's something so, you wish you knew when you were 20? I wish I knew when I was 20, uh, to go out and, 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 and own it and, and try and have my own kind of hustle side hustle. I mean, I think you're, you're a good testament to this yourself. Um, I think fear can be paralyzing, um, so I always tell people if they ask me own your niche, go out and, and start your own side hustle. Um, if you ever get laid off or fired, you have something to fall back on. And, um, again, I think you've done that. I, I did that, uh, about 10 years ago, not 10 years ago, about six or seven years ago. And, uh, I've never regretted it since. So you, you own your outcome versus relying on somebody else. Will Cordes KPI since working with 40 SaaS customers on a recurring basis, just broke 1.2 million bucks in AR after launching about 18 months ago. Again, think of it like a highly strategic outsourced CFO, but a lot of other stuff as well. KPIs, forecasting, capital raising, et cetera. 13 folks on the team so far looking to raise, they've already raised 225,000 bucks. Looking to raise another 1.5 million today. It's somewhere between sort of a five and $10 million ish valuation. We'll see what happens Four engineers on the team as they continue to scale, sign up new accounts, usually starting with managed services and then backing into SaaS products on the back end recurring products. Will, thanks for taking us to the top. Yep, absolutely. Thanks. 